Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In between police and a child, I'm Nick Ainelli. What led to the death of a Frederick County firefighter? I'm Melissa Howell. State Department offering condolences connected to the cyclist killed on River Road. This is Kyle Cooper. 85 degrees in Annapolis. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Allison Keyes. The countdown is underway for NASA's Artemis One mission, an unpiloted journey that goes past the moon and back. It's a test to see if a new capsule can safely carry humans in an upcoming flight. So far, the board is green. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. It's usually better to launch early in the day here in Florida, and Space Force weather officer Melody Lovins' forecast bears that out for Monday morning's two-hour launch window. We do have a probability of 70% of favorable weather. There's a great deal of excitement here for the first flight of the world's most powerful rocket. Launch Director Charlie Blackwell Thompson has been preparing for the day for years. At this time, we are not, as a launch team, working any any issues, any significant issues, so I'm happy to report that and everything is uh, proceeding on schedule. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Angry parents and gun control activists are rallying in Austin, Texas, demanding that Governor Abbott do more to fight gun violence. Javier Cesaris lost his nine-year-old daughter in the Robb Elementary School massacre. We're demanding a call a special session immediately to raise the minimum age to purchase an assault weapon to 21. Our children's lives depend on common sense laws that the vast majority of Texans desperately want. The governor has said gun restrictions are not a real solution to ending mass shootings. The director of national intelligence says her office will evaluate any possible national security risk over the classified information found in the FBI search of former President Trump's Florida estate. Trump and his allies say the search was politically motivated. There's a massive price tag on President Biden's school loan forgiveness program. CBS's Christina Ruffini. The White House now says it estimates the plan will cost about $24 billion a year if three-quarters of those eligible enroll. Officials argue the plan is considered paid for because other administration policies will help reduce the deficit. But critics of the plan, which provides up to $10,000 in relief for Americans making as much as $125,000 a year, argue that it's unfair and too expensive. Some Democrats, including Congressman Chris Pappas, who's facing a tough race in New Hampshire this November, said the plan does doesn't do enough to address, quote, the underlying issue of the affordability of higher education. In half an hour, Hawaii and Tennessee face off to decide which team will represent the U.S. in the Little League World Series. The team from Honolulu has outscored its opponents 42 to 1. Taiwan is playing Curacao. The winners of today's game face off tomorrow for the title. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 3.03 on Saturday, August 27th. 87 degrees, hot, sunny, and humid with scattered storms today and highs around 90. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says interest rates will keep climbing to fight inflation. That remark sent stocks tumbling a thousand points on Friday. 
But what does it mean for what you pay at the pump? Anyone who is thinking that gas prices are going to stay where they are now, buckle up. They could uh, reverse and go higher in the next couple of weeks. Paul Brandis with Dow Jones Market Watch says there's been some forecasts from analysts saying oil prices could go up by 20 to 25 percent. Underscoring those predictions. Talk just uh, this week from OPEC saying, look, we can actually cut production this fall. That would actually nudge prices up. <clears throat> gas in the D.C. area is still hovering at around four bucks a gallon in most places, about 80 cents more than a year ago. Gas hit record highs in D.C. earlier this summer when it was over $5 a gallon. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Virginia's governor calls this ridiculous, but as things stand now, the Commonwealth is set to follow California's lead when it comes to phasing out gas-powered cars. California has approved a plan requiring all new cars, pickups, and SUVs sold in the state to run on electricity or hydrogen by 2035, with one-fifth allowed to be plug-in hybrids. Virginia is actually on track to adopt the same plan because of democratically-backed legislation from 2021 that linked Virginia's emissions standards to California's. Governor Glenn Youngkin says he is, quote, already at work to prevent this ridiculous edict from being forced on Virginians. Republicans in the House of Delegates who now control the chamber also say they'll push to unlink Virginia's standards. Democrats control the state Senate and a caucus spokesperson notes that every Democratic senator supported the 2021 bill. John Aaron, WTOP News. A family is getting more than $200,000 in a settlement after suing Montgomery County in response to a troubling interaction involving their young child. $275,000 is the settlement being paid out to Shanta Grant, the mother who argued that two Montgomery County police officers terrorized her son in January of 2020. No! I don't want to hear it. You better stop. Police body cam video shows the officers berating the five-year-old boy and grabbing his arm because he had walked away alone from East Silver Spring Elementary School. County Executive Mark Elrich says he supports the lawsuit settlement. He says the incident has led to better training in how officers should interact with students. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A new report detailing what led to the death of a Frederick County firefighter last year is placing blame on the department. The After Action Report blames the Frederick County Fire Department's culture and systems for the death of Captain Joshua Laird. It details the conditions as firefighters responded to a house fire on Ball Road last August, pointing out the crew didn't have knowledge of how long the fire had been burning or the extent of the damage. Laird entered the home and was not told to leave by the operations assistant chief, despite issues with getting water to the burning house. Laird fell through the floor and managed to call for help, but the report points to a lack of coordination and crew integrity during rescue efforts. His last communications was, quote, Hey guys, tell my family I love them. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. No word yet on whether a truck driver will face any charges for crashing into and killing a woman riding her bike in Bethesda. Police say the woman killed is 42-year-old Sarah Langenkamp, and the State Department is extending its deepest condolences. Langenkamp, a mother of two, has been serving at the U.S. Embassy in Kiev, Ukraine. She was killed when she was hit by a truck on Thursday riding her bike on River Road. She was in the bike lane. This is the third cyclist killed so far this year in Montgomery County. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, some Prince George's County police officers are accused of double dipping. What their union has to say about that. It's 3.07. Here's a highlight from Dan Carroll.
The field CTO for cybersecurity in the office of the CTO for Dell Technologies Federal Systems on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. What we've done at Dell is we've created what we're calling our pillared approach. We have device, user, transport, application, and data trust. And then across all of that, you have analytics and logging, and that drives automation and compliance. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. IT's role in delivering a modernized user experience, regardless of location, provides a competitive advantage, providing a... This episode is brought to you by Verizon. With Verizon, you can now get a private 5G network, so you can do more than connect your business. You can make it even smarter. Now ports can know where every piece of cargo is and where it's going. Robots can predict breakdowns and order their own replacement parts. And retailers can get ahead of the fashion trend of the day with a new line tomorrow. With a Verizon private 5G network, you can get more agility and security, giving you more control of your business. We call this enterprise intelligence. From the network America relies on, Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. Pre-qualification required for private 5G network. Terms apply. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.